Welcome to the Tuto Dopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplugged and uprooted and left the heartland of the United States for a teeny tiny farm in rural Italy. It is an adventure and we are so happy to have you along with us. Today is Tuesday, July 22nd, 2014. Thanks for downloading the podcast. I'm your co-host, Bob, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife and Foxy co-co-host, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Nothing. The rain just stopped and we're sitting outside. It's a, it's, the weather is. It's really beautiful. It is, but. The sky's starting to turn blue, but there's clouds in the distance. It's just still beautiful. It's still beautiful, but it's a weird morning. It's been hot the last couple of days, sunny and hot. And uh, today we started, we got some thunder and lightning last night and some rain this morning. And thunder this morning. I got through a little bit of uh, gardening kind of work, uh, cleaned out the utility uh, room. Under the stairs, Soto Scala, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as I finished, it started sprinkling and then really yeah. and then really raining. That's so we're it. sitting outside. It's a little on the chilly side. It's kind of strange in July. You're wearing a fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but here we are on the Tutto Dopio Terrace, looking out over a beautiful series of valleys, sort of to the west, northwest, something like that, don't you think? Yeah, and you can see all these little towns and... It's pretty spectacular. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we're sitting under the new lights that you strung. I mean, they're not on right now, but... Yep. We're kind of getting things ready. we got two sets of visitors coming. Um, you keep saying visitors. These are friends. Friends who are visiting. Okay. Well, fair enough. But visitors sounds like we don't know these people. Yeah, you just, like, just start attacking me. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Our guests, our friends, friends who are coming to visit. Friends. So we're getting a few things, a uh, few things done. Okay, so here's what I thought we'd talk about. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about how we've been doing in terms of getting settled. Okay, like how much are we relying on other people and how much are we able to do ourselves. Um, we had a little mishap with Princess Buttercup, yes. the dog. We can talk about that. Meals of the week. Okay, and a handful of those. That could be a whole segment. And then uh, listener mail, and we'll wrap it up. Okay, sounds good. Sweet baby Gina. Yes. We are, this is the end of week two. We've been here two weeks. We arrived two weeks ago. Crazy, huh? Yes, crazy. So what have we gotten done? Feels much longer than that. I know, no kidding. (laughs) What have we gotten done? What are we doing? Oh, I don't know. It feels like we just are in constant motion. I, you know, Dad sent me an email the other day. I just got to email, um, and it said, "Oh, it seems like Bob's really busy. What are you doing to occupy your time?" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, thanks. <laughs> That's. Um, I have turned into an Italian housewife. You, uh, you know what? I cook lunch every day. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second, because you have embraced the gender <laughs> roles of well, this culture. Well, to a degree. No, no, more than I thought. You didn't let me finish. More, no. more than I thought. Okay, I wasn't going to say that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you you do you cook a lot, right? I do cook a lot. But uh, and you, you water the you sort of take care of the garden. Mm-hmm. Take care of the dogs. Take care of the dogs. Yeah, you're busy. I do laundry. Yeah, you do. I hang laundry. I sweep the floors. All the time. When I have a baby? I mop. 
Huh? What else do I do? <laughs> Are you ignoring me? <laughs> well, we got a lot going on. There's a lot of laundry and a lot of that kind of stuff doing. And we're I think we're just kind of splitting the chores, but um and and it is it does feel a little different than it was than our life back in the United States, but that's uh, you know Are you kidding? It feels totally different. I mean in terms of the in terms of our responsibilities. Our, oh. our, our household chores, oh. that's what I meant. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, but this life is nothing like oh. like St. Louis. Even though we're we keep being told that it's we have a better quality of life here. <laughs> well, I think we do have a better quality of life. We're just the so let's talk about getting settled because I think that's what's taking a lot of our time. And it's um, – so first of all, it's not what we'd be doing every – you know, we got to find a car. We have to get uh, our phones con- – you're not converted. We have to get SIM cards and a plan. We have to work on the internet. Uh, we ordered some wood and had it delivered for the outdoor. I mean there's a lot of sort of infrastructure stuff, one-time stuff that we're doing that we wouldn't normally do. And then there's the overhead of it's all, you know, in a different – a different language. So I don't think, I think we're a little busy with um, getting settled. Yeah. It also, still, things just take longer, right? I mean, it just, how many times have, have we been now to the the team store? The, the Oh, the phones? The phone thing. And how many times do we talk about car insurance? And it's, it's just different. Do you need some fiber in your diet? We are sitting outside <laughs> no, on a terrace I know, looking I know, at a beautiful but, lens. But, I mean, part of that is, like you said, who, who do we have to rely on? So I think I'm really proud that we've been able to – we got the wood by ourselves. I mean, you do most of this. We got the wood by ourselves. We we ordered a whole bunch of mulch that should be delivered. Yeah. Um, and that we're doing on our own, which we used to rely on somebody going with us and translating, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think before we sort of had two modes. One is we either brought stuff from the U.S. Yes. that we wanted, or we relied on a friend, a couple of friends here who would sort of do the translation for us. And it feels like in the last two weeks, there's sort of a third zone that's definitely, you know, for real. And I think growing. And that's stuff that we're doing on our own. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems kind of like baby steps to be talking about this, but. Going to the Fedamenta, which is like the hardware store, and saying, when well, we need this sewer cap a replacement, and we need some mulch, and we want the film that goes underneath it, and figuring out how much it is, and is it loose, or does it come in sacchetti, and, you know, I, we're sort of getting there, yes, I think. Yes, yes. And most people do not speak any English. So it, it is... Exacto. It's, it is, um, I mean, we run into a handful of people who... who speak enough to get help us but for the most part it's good no no it's good we're i mean i think we're learning some italian mm-hmm. you're going to start taking some lessons and um um and i'm just going to make do with with uh, nouns and <laughs> and i'm not going to worry about conjugating any verbs right? yeah i'm going to use there... the infinitive all the time <laughs> um so uh and then yesterday we went and i think we sort of struck a deal on a new car yes which is very swanky and um we're excited about that but it'll be a few days before we get it yeah, um, so, so that's kind of a bummer because we'll have friends, so we'll be driving around and the in rental. this teeny tiny punto. Well, it's not a teeny tiny for the Italians. It's no, teeny tiny for us. But, and, but it's it's gotten us from point A to point B, and yes. Pietro got us a great deal. Yes. So um, so there you go. That's the getting settled part. We're not we're not there yet, but we're making we're making some we're making some headway. I'd say. Yeah. Just hang in there, Gina. 
in the, I mean, next month everything kind of shuts down, right? For the For month August. of August. So we've got a exactly. lot to accomplish exactly. before, um, before then, or we wait until September. Yeah, and the um, there's not much that happens in the vineyard. We've got one more round of weeding and maybe a, maybe some sort of treatment. And then Pietro said it's there's nothing to do until harvest. So maybe we'll take a little trip. You if think? we get our well, if we get our residency permit and we can leave Italy, then maybe okay. we'll take a take a little trip. So that's it. That's the story of getting settled. Hang in there, sweetie. Okay. It's gonna be fine. All right. The farm and the animals. It's a good combination, right? Yes. The dogs love running. Yes. They just run and run until they're tired. They lay down and recharge and they run, run, run Mm -hmm. again. And we thought we thought we had everything sort of wired, right? Yep. So tell us what happened. No, you tell the story. With Princess Buttercup. Well, I don't really remember. We were out working sort of on the land, mostly on the terrace. And we haven't been doing that much in the vines, but... Yes, we were out I mean, working. We would we would be out, and usually she'd run Ooh, around and then buttercup. And then after about twenty minutes, we'd start calling for her, and she'd eventually come back. Come back and lay down and. And some this water. time, it seemed like she was gone longer, and we started calling for her, and it had been forty minutes. And then and it nothing. was long. Yeah. So then. Then you got upset. Then you got I worried. was worried. So then I thought either she fell into the Kalanki. Yep. Well, that's what I thought. She went headlong into yes. the, the abyss. So you sent me up to the road to look. Yeah, and I and went you down. Walked the perimeter. I started walking the perimeter, calling for her, whistling, doing all the stuff. We had walkie talkies. Nothing. We had walkie talkies that didn't work very well, <laughs> and nothing. And then when I was down at the bottom of the hill, it's about as far away as you could get. I remembered that she had a tag. She's got a tag on her collar that has. Um, my U.S. number, uh-huh. a Google voice number that we have kept. Yes. And it says SMS. And uh, we didn't get a text message, but I did have several voicemails. So I listened to the voicemails all in Italian, and what I could make out is they have our, they had our dog. I called them back as soon as I could, and uh, in sort of broken Italian was told that Buttercup was in Ripatranzone Centro. The center of town, which is a good third of a mile away, wouldn't you say? Or maybe a half, close to half a yeah, mile away. Yeah, She'd never been into the center of town. And apparently she was hanging out by the bar, mm-hmm. what we call the Starbucks, the mm-hmm. coffee the coffee shop, uh, and near the, near the church. Yep. So we jumped in the car, mm-hmm. sped up there, and lo and behold, a very nice Italian family had her um, on a leash. They had their own German shepherd. Buttercup was... Very well behaved and looked extremely happy, uh, and and so Butter, Buttercup escaped. Yes, Fujito. Fujito. And so uh, then, what happened? Uh, How did that change our approach with Buttercup? Oh well, now she's she's not running around free, which is a complete bummer. But we've done a couple of things, right? So you created a nice run for her mm-hmm. between one of the very mature, beautiful olive trees that she now likes. Um, and uh, and then another tree. Right. So we. So I think she's finally used to that. And at first she hated it. Yeah. And now she's getting better about that. 
Um, and then she now has a GPS tracker. Exactly. With a safe zone. And so she's wearing that. Um, yep. So you and get so alerted. When she, when she leaves the area, we get <laughs> we get an alert. And then we have Mimo, our, uh, our uh, Cracker Jack mm -hmm. uh, electrician, working on a Racinto Electrico, which is an electric fence, to try to keep her from going up and around the gate. Yeah, so uh, that's what she's she doing. She runs up the driveway at full speed. Yep, and then around hits the gate. the gate and then sneaks around the gate. And, and runs into town going. For, a, for a drink. Yeah, I mean, it's just I still don't understand how she made it up to town. It's not a straight shot. No, um, it's also uphill. And she had never, we've never walked her up there before. I mean, we've driven, but. Our Italian friend said maybe this, there was something that smelled good up there, which could very well be. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So that's the story of Princess Buttercup. We're going to, we, we realize we're, the, our, our containment area is going to be somewhat porous. Mm -hmm. She can definitely get through, but we're trying to slow her down a little bit and then we can track her. So when the electric fence is up, we'll give it a whirl and see how she does off of the leash and off of the run and all that kind of stuff. Right. But She'll be it, fine. Gino, you won't, you may not be. Too, well, too. and after all of this, I am now getting a cell phone. Right. Right. You refused to get a cell phone. Refused. And now, now the app that tracks her position requires a smartphone. And so um, you decided maybe it's a good idea. Yes. So okay. Tom is bringing, bringing an, iPhone. an iPhone from the States to us. Yep. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So I know, so I can know where she is. Yep. She's a farm dog, but she's being treated like, uh, I don't know, some sort of... Uh, High, high value. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but Gidget's great. She comes back when she's called. So Yeah, Gidget never goes too far. And the cats... Uh, and Stella they just, seems to like spending the night outside now. Yeah, they just go outside and wander around. They come back when they're hungry. Buttercup, you know, she's she's ready Very to Very social. Run. She just wants to be up. So there you go. We'll see if Gina can get her head around letting the dog loose. Hey, Gina. Dimi. Let's talk about some of the meals of the week. Okay. We don't have to pick one. Okay. Let's just talk about some of the meals of the week. All right. I'll start. Okay. We had a very pleasant dinner with our friend Gilberto in Ascoli Piceno. He invited us to dinner, and there's a restaurant that's opened over Cafe Meletti, mm -hmm. which is a famous coffee bar. Uh, in Ascalipiceno, mm -hmm. which is the biggest town, sort of the, the capital of our province. And it was lovely. It was really beautiful. These, it was, we sat outside at a table and overlooked the piazza. The lights came on. People were walking around. Absolutely beautiful. And the food was, I mean, it was a, whoever the chef it's is, is really talented. Gourmet right? or something. Yeah. And Gilberto suggested that we try something not from Ascoli because we've had a mm -hmm. lot of uh, um, Piceno kind of food. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was great. It, it was, was really interesting, right? And uh, it was a nice, relaxing evening in a beautiful yes. setting. And brand yes. new, they'd only been open for a month. Yes, it was right? a beautiful setting. Beautiful night. Okay. So well, that, that, that was great. So and then... That, and all your lunches that you've been making oh, and dinners have been fantastic. Thank you. So we had... Um, We've made dinner 
twice. Well, more than that, for which is is crazy. It's I mean, I'm cooking for real Italians, right? So the first last Friday or whenever it was, I can't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, Pietro came over, and I See? made um, vongole and. Vongole as a, yeah, vongole so, and cozza as a, so that's clams and mussels. Yes. Just steamed or sautéed in a little white wine and some garlic, right? Yes. Just alone. Right, just alone. So we had that, and then I made some pasta with tuna and prosciutto. So I've made that for the four of you who are listening, like many times. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's very good. And Pietro's mother Angela, who who is a fantastic cook. Um, is yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that I'm trying to cook for them, but that was successful. I mean, Pietro ate it, and he never had tuna yeah, with prosciutto, right? So, which does sound kind of strange, but it is very tasty. Yeah. So that was um, but I got that from an Italian cook. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. Yep. Um, and then the next dinner party we had was with Luca and Marco and their girlfriends. Um. Valeria and Natasha and I was nervous, 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 yeah. nervous because I was cooking for four again Italians and I figured Luca was the only one who spoke English. Mark and it turns out I mean Marco understands it; he just doesn't speak it. And the girls, stunningly beautiful, look like they just came out of a movie. Yep. And the sweetest, kindest young women I've met. It was. It was great. And it was great. They and they spoke much better English than I do Italian, and they were very patient with me, um, and they were helpful. And again, they're beautiful. It was. Just, it was a lot of fun. It was perfect. I mean, I was starting to get really blue last week. Yeah. Like really missing girlfriends, um, or just being around women. I'm around yeah. men all the time. And, yeah, here in Italy. Yeah, and to see them and to be near them was just yeah it was a blast it was just great and they I mean, were they here until beautiful hair i'm trying to figure out how they have that beautiful hair <laughs> <laughs> they were here until i don't know like one in the morning yeah, or something yeah. like that and they brought fanta- oh. fantastic tiramisu yes and some crostata uh-huh. is that right crostata crostatino no Crosta. not tino. they had little ones too yes hey, right it was a fantastic dessert, and then we had some uh, some uh, uh, espresso. It was great. It right. was it was a and lot. And same menu of fun. basically: cozza e vongole. See? And um, that's. And, and what did we else did we have? Oh, pasta with salchicha. Oh yeah, yeah right. Which, exactly. And, that was quite good. Well, and when I I had overheard Lucas say, "Oh," or maybe it was Natasha say, "Oh, this that's that's my favorite." I'm thinking, "Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna know what it's supposed to taste like. <laughs> yeah. It was um, good. But yeah, it was it was good. It was just fantastic. And then it, we had the other day, you know, Pietro has been helping us out so much. I mean, he's been helping us out for a long time, but uh since we got here, he's been running around with us going to the phone stores and going to look at the, you know, cars car. and all kinds of stuff. Um and uh and so we were out running some errand and we decided to – he said, can I take you out for a drink? And I don't know why he's taking us out for a drink because right. he's doing all this work. But we, we went to a little um, like wine bar in Grotta Mare in, right in the sort of square. Which we had passed by mm-hmm. every day and mm-hmm. we thought, oh, we should try that. Yeah. 
And we sat and had several glasses of wine and some snacks, and we talked about our families and what's important to us and struggles and joys, and it was great. It was really, really good. So, you know, the meals of the week, the food was all fantastic, but I would say those were key in sort of making us feel like we have a support network and mm-hmm. friends and um, – so thanks to thanks to all of our all of our friends and to here's to many many more meals uh, soon with all yes right right Gina. Yes. Guess what time it is. It's time for I'm mail. I'm flipping a piece of paper in front of the microphone. Yes, mail, right? Listener mail. That's exactly right. We got a couple of them. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Listen to this one. This is from a woman named Monika Kuczborska. Hi, I'm a Polish student. I've been studying Italian for one year. I wonder if there's a possibility of getting a job in your vineyard. I have no experience with this kind of work. She's just about like us. <laughs> But I am hardworking and resistant. Hmm, I used resistant. to work. I used to work in a bar at the night shift. I speak English and a bit of Italian. It'd be great for me if I could work in your country and learn the language. Best greetings, Monica. That's really sweet, uh, right? Yeah, kind of cool that. Yeah, she just, I, mean, I don't like, know how she found us. I think the website, hmm. the Tutodopio website. I wrote back to her and gave her our um, regards and wished her the best of luck. But told her we were, um, we were sort of. Uh, still getting our legs under us in terms of what we need. Right. And um, We have people telling us what to have, do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it might be a little bit of a waste of her time. But I told her to come by if she's ever in the area and we'd feed her. Right? And then we also heard uh, from Amy. Amy? At Banfield. Oh. You our remember favorite Amy? vet tech. Yeah, she's our – Exactly. And uh, she's been listening to the podcast. She checked out the website. She wanted to know how the dogs were doing and, uh, and the cats and all that kind of stuff. And she said she missed us. She was sorry that she didn't get to see us before we went. She's a super sweetie. She, she worked at the, um, the kennel where we used to take the dogs for, uh, you know, sort of like daycare um, before she went worked at Banfield. So it yes. was really nice. She already knew the dogs when we took them, when we took them to the vet. So that was great. Um, and I told her that she could come visit too. She said she's got a bunch of PTO saved up. Nice. Um, so maybe she and her hubby can come on down. She's always happy. Yeah, she's a she's a real sweetheart. So thanks, Amy. Thanks for that email. Uh, and so that's it. That's listener email. Great. Visitors it's coming. Sunny out here. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no pleasing you, no, is there? No, no, I just I'm. There's so, no pleasing you. You're no, up there. no. It's I mean it's but it's really sunny. You're going to get some negative email finally. <laughs> her voice is melodic, but her attitude sort of stinks. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Gina, we got friends coming. In. Com- coming. We got we've got friends coming. Yes. I like to call them visitors. You like to call them friends. They're both. They're gonna. They're gonna. 
visit with us. Right? They're going to have a visit. Yes. We're going to go do some fun stuff. Yes. We got a car sort of in the works. Yes. We've got our, uh, I think, say we got our finger on the pulse of how to get internet. We're waiting for them to come. They're very, very busy, but it's going to be a great solution. We don't have to run a big phone line and all the rest of it. It's an interesting technology that's just sort of around here, and it works because we're in a hill town. Yes. So they transmit to these hill towns. So I Which think would we, be nice because then we don't have to go down to the beach exacto. with carrying our computers, computers. looking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Right. So I want you to just hang in there. Okay. It is going to be great. We've got friends. We've got good friends uh, in the works here in Italy. People want to come back over and have some more dinner parties. And uh, we got plenty of stuff to do around the house. We're not going to be bored. we got lots of uh, people to spend time with. In a beautiful setting, and we got friends from the U.S. coming in a couple of days, so you can re re what's how recharge? Oh, I know. Rikikiare. Rikikiare, right? Rikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikikik
Открытая река, белым снегом берега, Я один и ты всегда одна. И, конечно, где-то правит бабье лето, Но за ним всегда идет зима. Закроют двери, пусть зима в окно метели, Пусть не говоруют все следы. Лютые метели, песни мне запели, Певчик птиц не будет до весны. Весна Ricky Chiari, Ricky 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 Chiari.